I'm Mona Lisa, and you're listening to the Being Transformed podcast, where we discuss all things friendship, love, and Christianity. If you're looking to be not only a believer, but a follower of Jesus Christ, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the fam! Happy Thursday, friends, and welcome back to the Being Transformed podcast. I'm super happy that you're here with me today, and I have two very special guests, Tegan and Ella, who are my friends, and they're here to talk a little bit about friendship. They've only been friends for nine months, but I think some of the like best friendships don't necessarily have to be ones that you've had for like a long time. Yeah. Like sometimes you just get to know a person, you just click with them really well. Has there been like a moment though where y'all have like gotten into a fight or something where you're like, ooh, maybe yes. maybe not, but like you worked through it. Our first fight was very showbiz. It oh. was at Showbiz, um, over a boy. Oh, no. <laughs> Worst, we said, we said we would never fight over a boy, and then it happened, and we were kind of like, what the heck? Well, it wasn't, like, a boy, like, you would think. It was, like, I just thought that this boy wasn't good for her, and I was like, Ella, really? <laughs> and she was like, yes, really, and she snapped at me, and we were very tired. <laughs> we were horribly tired. And we yeah. spent, like three days together <laughs> oh yeah we sometimes that's that too much time <laughs> it was very much time but like there's been times where we've like argued but we've always like figured it out yeah so like that was our first fight that wasn't like a huge one I don't think we've, we've ever had, had like a huge fight one. like we always like we t- not always but we tend to argue sometimes but we always work it out. I think we've matured in like not just like ignoring each other because that's one way that fights don't ever work out so it's, like, better just talk it through. That's it true. That's good advice. Talk it through. Don't ignore each other. That yes. is really good advice. <laughs> That's good advice. So can you tell me about the first time that y'all met? Like, how you became good friends? Do you want me to say... Oh, okay. So I came back from a mission trip in New Orleans, and I was completely, like... My personality was almost completely, like, changed... And I actually, like, started talking to one of, like, Ella's best friends at the time, and, like, we just clicked. And then I met Ella, and it was just, like, boom. Like, we were best friends. And it was, like, okay, it was kind of crazy. Like, we both just, like, brought out this energy in each other that we didn't know we had. And we literally just, like, clicked, like, right away. And we were, like, basically, like, we felt like we'd known each other our whole lives, even though we never have. That's the best kind of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was It was so funny. And especially because I was super shy at, like, church and stuff. And so we met at church. And Ella was pretty hyper. That but, was like, just that day, though. It was. It was that day. Yeah, and so we just, like, we just, like, balanced out the energy and brought it up times, like, ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we see that. Yes. <laughs> everyone, when we became friends, everyone noticed. Like, it was, like, a change in like the church like everyone just noticed that we were friends and like our energy levels rose and rose and rose (laughs) yep they just keep going up too (laughs) (laughs) just keep going higher but that's good we always know like if anybody is quiet or down or anything at youth on wednesdays and we just go find tegan and ella (laughs) y'all will bring the energy up (laughs) okay so something that i'm curious to know because everyone has like their own um, journeys and stuff with friendship, but what do you think personally is like something that 
makes friendships stronger. So we talked about this the other day, and one of the things I believe is loving each other and having God at the center. Like, that is one of the most important things in any relationship, to have, like, God at the center. And through that, because God is love, loving one another, like, there is a time where Ella, like, was, like, because I was struggling, and she, like, wrote me this whole paragraph, and she was like, this is the funniest thing. She was like, I don't always like you, but I'll, I'll always love you. And That's so, good. like, just having... God at the center and loving one another no matter what. Yeah, just like I've always like realized that in a friendship, either the love has conditions or the love is unconditional. True. So yeah. like loving your best friend without like no matter what happens is so important because you like might just want that person for your happiness and when they don't make you happy, sometimes you just want to leave. Yeah. And if you really love them, you'll stay with them. That's true, and that's the same for, like, relationships, too. You know, we see, like, how high, like, the divorce rates are and stuff these days, and I think that a big reason for that is just what you said. Like, sometimes love comes with conditions, and that's not true love. Like, Jesus doesn't have, like, conditions for loving us. Like, he has conditions for, you know, how we should live, but it's not, his love for us isn't based on those things. So I think that's a really good perspective to have about friendship is, like, you gotta love them at their best and at their worst. Which, speaking of, how do y'all encourage each other, like, to push yourselves and your friendship closer to Jesus? Like, how are you always pointing each other that way? That is such a good question. I think we always know whenever there's something, like, if Tegan's going through something or if I'm going through something, we always work it out. But normally, if Tegan's not looking to God in a situation, I'll point her to God. Like, there was one time where there was a situation super like kind of a traumatizing situation for us and I just kept reminding her like you need to pray you need to pray you need to pray and even if I'm like going through something we just kind of give each other verses and help each other with the word of God because that's what truly helps us yeah and um like there was one time where Ella was also going through something and I was like I told her I was like Ella I want you to go home and read your bible and this is what God specifically told me to tell you. So just, like, listening to God, like, and encouraging her through that and being with her through that and just encouraging her to just, like, go to God first, like, read her Bible, pray. So that's... Yeah, it really helped because I was not in the Word of God and she knew that. And you can ask God, like, for discernment for your friends to know what they're going through because sometimes they don't want to tell you or you don't know what's truly going on in their heart. And God will tell you if you ask him to. Yeah, that's true. What do you think about, like, have either one of you ever gone through a season where, like, you did not have friends? Because I know there's a lot of people that listen to this, and I'm sure there's been people that either they have or they're currently going through a season where, like, they don't have friends. Have either of you ever gone through that? So, basically, I was at a school... And something happened, just, like, bad happened, and most of my friends dropped me. And that was very, like, hard for me, but I almost, like, I found myself in that thing. So I did have friends, but they just weren't the best friends. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have always had friends, but they just weren't. I didn't have all of them because a lot of them dropped me. But I just had one friend, but she wasn't a true friend. And so just in that... I got a closer relationship with my family and like 
like I hung out with them instead of my friends and so she just wasn't a true friend so I've always I always have had friends mm-hmm. yeah I think I've had like friends that they were my I've had a lot of best friends but I've realized so many times that I've like whenever I lost them I kind of didn't care mm-hmm. because I knew that they weren't filling my heart with joy and like they weren't bringing me what I needed in my life and then there was a season where I lost a friend because she said that if we weren't like in the same hall then we wouldn't be friends kind of weird and we weren't friends anymore and I kind of just had a season where I was like I didn't know what to do going into that year and that turned into like the best year of my life because I met like friends that really truly cared about me and it's really hard to know like what you're looking for in a friendship when your past friendships don't like set the bar high enough for Mm -hmm. you and they just like set my standards so low so like once I got these friends it just like like it filled me back up again you know yeah I definitely have gone through a season of not having friends um God kind of whenever I get too comfortable sometimes he likes to change it up with that you know and there was, I think it was in 2020, which, of course, 2020 was hard for everyone because, yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. were so isolated. But um, especially that year, like, I was homeschooled, and so once sports shut down, I didn't have anybody because nobody was, like, going out. We lived in New Mexico. I don't know what it was like here, but it was pretty crazy. And so I didn't have friends in that season, and I think that, honestly, that was one of the best things that could have happened to me because... God really used that time to like gain my attention and you know when you don't have time for anything else like obviously you have so much more time for God and I talked about this last week about like I was spending time with him like three times a day and obviously that's not sustainable all the time because we have life but I think that seasons of loneliness can not always be a bad thing you know and you can learn like what you like and don't like through like how you were talking about about sometimes you have friends and they're not always the best. Yeah. And, like, ultimately, God is, like, your friend. Like, he is your best friend and, like, he won't ever fail you. Yeah, like, being alone in a season, it's like you might be alone, but you're not ever lonely because you always have God. Yeah. And you can always, like, I wish sometimes that, like, I could just be alone and have all that time to just be with God. Mm -hmm. For sure. No, that would be amazing. Like, that's what (laughs) heaven would be like. Like, just God all the time. How do you know when it's time to cut a friendship off? I don't know if either of you have, like, had to deal with that, but if you have, how do you know, like, when it's not a healthy relationship? Um, I think your friends should be people that encourage you the most, and I've realized a lot of times that a lot of my friends haven't encouraged me in the things that I love, and if, like, I've always kind of had this in the back of my brain, like, if something makes me happy... I felt like I couldn't tell my friends because I knew that they would ruin it for me somehow. Mm. And, I mean, obviously that's not how it is anymore, but that's how it used to feel. And I used to, like, I kind of realized, like, this friendship isn't helping me. It's kind of crushing me and bringing me more, like, farther and farther from God. And so whenever, like, a friend brings you off of God's path, you can't hear God telling you to get back on his path. That's so true. Um, So I have a couple things about that. Like, kind of like what Ella said, Like, if a friend causes you to go farther from God, then that's obviously something you do not want, and you need to take that person out of your life because that is not a good thing. But one of the things, like, why you should cut a friend out of your life, one of the things that I have noticed about my last friends, they 
have talked bad about me. Ella never has. Like, that has never been something that we have done. One of the things that we are really good about, if we, like, because my past friends have also talked bad about other people, if that's a really hard thing, but if either, like, me or Ella, like, notice that each other's doing that, we're going to be like, hey, I don't think this is necessarily nice, um, and we're going to be like, fix it. So, like, if you are afraid to tell your friend that you do not think that's right or they're doing something and they don't change it I feel like that's something that you do not need in a friend yeah also like talking bad about people there's a difference between that and telling like the people you're close to how they're making you feel and like sometimes me and Tegan will start to talk badly on people and there's a point where we're like okay this isn't helping us it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like you're just being mean yeah so if your friend is, like, talking bad about other people to you, they're probably talking about you, too. Exactly. And it, I've had friends, I've had a friend in the past that talked bad about every single person that she didn't even know or wasn't even friends with. So I was like, I'm your best friend. There's no way you're not talking bad about me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just knew that she was, and I found out that she was. So, like, that really proves to you and shows you, like, sometimes the people you're closest to can be the people that are influencing you the most. Yeah. And, you know, it's like that saying that says, show me your five closest friends and I'll show you your future. I did not used to believe that that was true until, like, some recent events. And, like, people can say all they want, like, who they are to your face, but pay attention to what people around them say and the people that they're friends with and how they act. Because when they're not around you, how are they acting? They're acting like the people they're closest to. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Okay, I have a point, and this is kind of off topic. It's okay. But one of the things that me and Ella, because we tend to tell each other everything, and what we've, like, this summer have been working on, is if someone tells us something, we do not tell Mm -hmm. that person. Like, I'll be like, so-and-so told me this, I can't tell you. So, like, your best friend, like, if someone trusts you with information, be like, I can't tell you. And we are not, like, we don't tell each other everything. Mm -hmm. Like, things that aren't gonna hurt her I don't need to tell anybody if it's like something that someone told her intentionally you, you, you've seen that, that turned on TikTok where like they're like oh don't tell anyone and then like they throw the thing to their best friend mm-hmm. like I get that I understand that I tell Tegan everything but if it's like about someone else's life there's not a point to tell your best friend unless it's kind of like important to them too yeah but like if it's not then there's just not a point in that I agree. I think sometimes we talk about other people and things they've told us just because they said not to tell you. It's like, oh, like, I know this piece of information, but if someone's trusting you with their heart, like, you have to protect that, you know? Okay, this is something that I'm curious about. Everyone has different, um, like, standards for friends, but what do you think are some qualities that you look for in a friend, and then also qualities that you just think an overall friend should have, like, according to biblical standards? Number one is, like, loving unconditionally and trusting unconditionally. Obviously, there's a lot of things that can lose a person's trust. But, like, forgiveness in a friendship is so important because you're going to have ups and downs. Like, no friendship is promised to just be perfect. And, like, a best friend that you, like, truly, truly want to be best friends with for the rest of your life isn't going to be perfect. Like, I've been friends with someone for 10 years and, like, We've had so many ups and downs, Mm -hmm. but you just have to keep, like, staying on that path. So I think, like, one, just being really trustworthy and 
like respecting their boundaries and then two if they're like not on God's path or you know like y'all should be lifting each other up all the time and constantly even just hyping that person up because like Tegan's old friends didn't ever tell her she was pretty and she's very pretty obviously Mm -hmm. and I think that's why they didn't tell her because they were jealous yeah so jealousy if there's jealousy in a friendship normally that should be cut out of the friendship yeah yeah so jealousy this is I'll tell you the answer for this question in a second but um jealousy is one of the things that I struggle with because I have had friends be jealous towards me Mm -hmm. and so we were just like almost jealous of each other so that's something that I need to keep in the back of my mind be like be happy for Ella when she succeeds just like lift her up and then some of the things that I look for in a friend like the qualities that I look for in in a friend are obviously love like Proverbs 17 17 says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity so just like us loving each other that's like one of our verses that we just like I love this verse and so that's what a friend should be they should be loyal to towards you like they should be trustworthy and they should be in the image of God like y'all should have similar beliefs because she influences me obviously so much and I influence her so if one of your like best friends does not have similar like beliefs as you then they can influence you in a bad way I agree Going back to that with, like, loyalty and then also supporting each other when you succeed, I think it's really important to look out for the people that are there for you when you succeed and the people who are only there when you succeed. There's a big difference because there's always going to be people that come out of the woodworks when you become successful or, Mm -hmm. you know, you start being popular at school. But who are the people that are there for you when everybody's talking about rumors about you or, Mm -hmm. you know, people that get jealous, like you were saying, like you got to look out for that and um, be careful to watch for the ones that are really going to stand by you. And sometimes that's like the most unexpected people too. Like I've made so many friends that I never pictured myself being friends with, but when people prove their loyalty to you, like, I think that's a big quality. quality. Tegan just went through something and a lot of people kind of had different opinions about it. And the main thing, like, what you're saying is just, like, sticking by that person no matter what happens because, like, that's just the same thing as, like, love is unconditional. If you don't, like, love them unconditionally, then sometimes you're just, like, there for them whenever they succeed and not whenever they're going through something where they need a friend. Yeah, for sure. And, like, even there was an instance Ella was there for me the whole time, even when I was like, I was totally lashing out on her <laughs> and she's laughing right now because it was so bad because I lashed out on her and my mom, like the people that I love the most. And she was, she was right there. And I was literally like being so mean to her, but like, she just like loved me. And she's like, Tegan, like they're not worth it. Like yeah. they just like, and just like giving me all, like this support. And so like, that is such a big thing in a friend. Like she could have just walked out of the other room and been like, okay, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. But she, like, loved me even though I was just, like, <laughs> beating her up. Like, <laughs> just being like, no. Like, beating her down. But she was just like, Tegan, <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, because sometimes we kind of, we think we can hurt the people that love us the most because they love us. Mm-hmm. And so we think that we can just, like, lash out on them because they're going to love us no matter what we do, which is true. And it should be true. But, like, that can also be used for advantages. So, like, 
you want to make sure that the friend you have is loving you unconditionally just as much as you are them because they could be using you for how much you love them. That's true. What do you think about exclusivity and, like, how do you make sure that you keep that out of your friendship? Like, if there were to be somebody else that, like, wanted to be close with y'all, like, how would you handle that? So, I think that's tricky, excluding people. Obviously, like, me and Ella are, like, best friends and everyone knows it. But I feel like if someone... It depends on the person and the circumstance in that. Getting close to someone is, like a two-person job you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like if there was someone who we both don't feel like is the best person from for us obviously we would like show them love and show them kindness but it's almost up to us who we get close to Mm -hmm. and if we think that they're a good influence on us and we like them like I have other friends Ella has other friends that we're close to and we're not always close to the same people and we are sometimes close to the same people but um I think that can be difficult just like knowing what God wants for you and I feel like he'll guide you in that like she was saying like it's a two-person thing so if you choose to let that person get closer to you than your best friend then that's like on them like if your best friend is going in like kind of drifting because drifting can be a big like friendship thing that can really break the other person's heart because even in friendships not just relationships like your heart can break for friendships and Mm -hmm. I feel like my past friendships that would never happen but with Tegan like my world would be ending like I would be dying (laughs) but on the other side of that how do you ensure that like you know it's fine to have your close friend but Mm -hmm. how do you make sure that you don't hurt other people in the process that's a good question So Pastor Jackson has always told us that um, we're like a family, like our youth group is a family and not to have cliques. Mm -hmm. So the best way that me and Tegan like make sure we're not hurting other people by our friendship is we kind of separate, but we're not like we're not always together, Mm -hmm. you know, even though like best friends are like, oh, you're always together. Yes, we're always together. But like we're not always um, in everyone's conversations. Like me and Tegan had this little sign where we're like, we, we like cut our necks and we're like go away (laughs) so that we can like bond with with our hands (laughs) we just try to bond with other people so that like it's not like the two of us that are bonding with one person it's like individually that's good I think that's really healthy yeah yeah because like again like what our pastor has always told us like we're a family like we don't we don't disclude people and if we do then we're like oh get on that like we need to be because God doesn't disclude anybody yeah. So we shouldn't either. Yeah. Saying uh, family made me think of that acronym that's like, forget about me, I love you. Yes. Have you heard that? Yeah. Yes. And um, so that just made me think of like, as far as selflessness goes, how far do you take that in your friendship? Because I think there's a fine line between caring for someone and like overstepping to the point that either it becomes like a codependent friendship or you're putting the other person too much before your own needs. See, I feel like we can do the opposite sometimes. I think we definitely do opposite, but for, like, the people that do what you said, um, we've always had, like, like joy has always been, like, our gift that we realized once we became friends. And then there's this acronym that I have on my phone. It's Jesus first, others next, and yourself last. Also, I'm going to go back to, like, being selfish. Like... That's one of the things that we need to work on just a 
tiny bit more. <laughs> We're being completely... Like, our friendship isn't perfect. Like, no friendship's perfect. So, <clears throat> just, like, constantly in our minds, like, like, I love you. I want to hear about your life. Like, just, like, because it's, it's God first, other second, I'm third. So, like, one of the things that our church is big about is filled up, poured out. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when you're helping another person, you're being filled up. And you're also pouring yourself out at the same time. Whenever we met each other, we kind of, like, we really were there for each other. And once you're there for somebody, you kind of, like we were saying, like, you get filled up. And then you can pour that back out to, like, help them again and again because there's times where I'm kind of, like, drained. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you can be, like, have you ever been, like, the therapist friend, like, helping someone so much that it kind of, like, drains yourself because you can't talk to them? Well, I feel like there should be an equal range of, like, you talking about yourself and I'm talking about myself. Yeah. I think that's always, we've always had a pretty good balance in our friendship. And so that's one of the reasons it's so strong. Like, I'm there for Ella and she's there for me. And, like, we talk about our problems with each other. That's good. Yeah, balance is so important. If it gets out of whack, everything goes down the drain from there. Yeah, I've had a friend that, like, I don't think she knows anything about me other than, like, my personality. And, like, I wrote this thing out of, like, my past, and Tegan was like, what? Because, like, I've learned to just, like, not cover it up, but I've healed from it. Mm -hmm. Because healing is so important in your life. And, like, friends should heal you. Yeah. And so if you're, like, coming to them and they're bringing you all of this weight of more problems, that kind of, like, pauses your healing so that you can help them heal themselves. So I feel like that balance of, like, helping each other heal. That's so true. Good. And there was, like, even a night where we were talking to each other and we just spilled our guts out. Like, that was, like, the sweetest thing. Like, and we just, like, we were both, like, bowling. And, like, I just told her like all this stuff and she told me all this stuff and so like just being vulnerable with your friends and being able to talk to them because if you can't trust them then like what's the point yeah I don't know if like this is for everyone but a god-given friendship normally you'll find out that you've been through the same kind of things like Mm -hmm. me and Tegan found out that we went through like basically the same exact thing that we've never told anybody yeah and then we told each other and was like oh we went through the same thing Mm -hmm. and that really is good because you can help like, that kind of creates your personality. And whenever you have, like, kind of the same... Like, people have been, like, you're, like, the same... Like, you're a double Tegan or, like, you're a double <laughs> Ella. Like, you're the same version. And I'm, like... No. No. <laughs> but I'll take it because I'd rather, like, be closer... Like, have more things in common than be completely opposite. Yeah. And that's a good point because, like, your friends shape you. Yeah. And so ultimately God should shape you Mm -hmm. like you should look like the image of God because I look almost like an image of Ella but Ella looks like an image of God last thing to kind of wrap this up what is your opinion on social media friends like um like like online friends yes like online friends if you don't know them in real life then I just think (laughs) there's like me and Tegan did this did this thing where we literally talk to each other with our eyes and like there's a vibe you know mm-hmm. and if you can't like hug that person cry with that person like do those things with that person you're not gonna grow with them mm-hmm. so like obviously there's like friends you can have on social media but I think like having your best friend if you met your best friend on social media you never really know if that's who you truly like if you truly know them mm-hmm. but if it's like a long distance friendship that you've known them 
Like, I've, I have a friend that lives in a different state, but, like, I was best friends with them for, like, five years. Yeah. So I think that's different. Like, that's okay, but you also can notice whenever those people change and, like, your integrity changes and, like, your integrity can change over social media, like, really fast. Yeah. It's you can a lot be easier really, to cover it up. Really mean. You can be, like, anything on social media, but yeah. in real life, you have to be yourself. That's yeah. true. That's a really good point. I think she said that perfectly. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> I know, because there's such a high rate right now of, like, depression, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people go to social media to yeah. find, like, healing it's from so that. It's dangerous. It is, and so that's why I wanted to know your opinion on that, because I don't think there's anything wrong with having friends on social media, but yeah, like, don't pour your heart and soul out to them. Yeah. Don't tell them your deepest, darkest secrets, because yeah. you never know who the real person is on the other side of that. In-person friendships just truly, like, heal you better yeah. than a friendship that's over, like, the phone or over, like, because telling your deepest, darkest secrets is a really big, like, thing, and you have to feel comfortable with that, mm-hmm. and so, like, you can easily get manipulated into just, like, saying those things or, like, whatever, and you don't know, yeah. like, what could be on the other side of that. Yeah, and ultimately, Jesus is who you should go to yes. yeah. for anything, any big situation, like, he's always there for you, even when anybody else is yeah. not, so... What would you say has been the biggest thing that has tried to keep you from being transformed into the image of God? So one of the things that has kept me, like the biggest thing, because I was thinking about this and it took me a while to figure out what it was, is my own happiness. And so this is one of the things that we talked about at church is if I'm praising God for my own happiness, when something goes downhill, then I used to like just stop. And then when something was going great, I'd be, like, back on track, like, praise God. But then when something else would happen, I'd be, like, And so just, like, finding joy. And I I think especially, like, after I came back from one of my mission trips and I met Ella, I found that joy. And now I've just been, like, straightforward God, like, like, running after him with all my heart. And so, like, we run our life like it's a race. Like, we are trying to get to the finish line, and the finish line is God. And so I just felt like when I was, like, I had my own happiness, and it was just my own happiness, then, like, when something would happen, I just, like, I was tired, and I just sat down, like, in the middle of this race. And so, like, just, like, being able to find that joy and, like, that strength in God and just running, like, this race with all your heart. So that's what I would say would, would have kept me from being transformed but finding joy has like transformed me like every single day more and more into the image of God that's awesome um for me I've realized that it was the people in my life like this kind of ties into friendship like my friends had such a big influence on me and I used to be I'm kind of a sensitive spirit like holy spirit sensitive like all of that like I'm very sensitive and so the things that people said really stuck with me and the things people did really stuck with me and, like, people have said, like, what you do is who you are and your friends are who you are. Like, that, whatever that saying is. And so those people kind of chained me down and put my path to God on pause. And I truly, like, did not think of God in that time. I was just kind of, like, friends. Like, your friends are, like, who you're chasing after. And since I'm friends with Tegan now, like, she's who I'm chasing after. But I'm also, like, she puts me onto God's path, Is that if that makes sense. And, like... Now I can be transformed because those were challenging me to just, like, I just wanted to stay where I was, and it made me, like, truly put me in a dark place. 
And so, like, now that I have Tegan and God and those people that are pushing me to God's path, I can find the joy. And, like, I choose joy every day, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Because on the race to the finish line, like Tegan was saying, like, I want the dash from the day I was born to the day I died to be, like, fulfilled into God's image. Yeah, that's good. It reminds me the other day, oh my gosh, it made me laugh so hard. You said, um, embarrassment is a choice, and I don't choose it. That is one of my favorite things she's ever said. It's hilarious. It's so true, but I think that can be applied to this as well, like, joy is a choice, and I do choose it. I do choose it. And so, like, yeah, we have that option every single day. I just think that's so good. And there is so much, like, negativity in this world that, like, you have to choose joy. Yeah. There is so much, there's so much negativity, but, like, the positivity is what God put in the world. Like, he put the world here. He put the people in this world here. There's so many, like, if you really think about it, there's a lot of joy. And even though people kind of bring down the negativity and just make you feel worse and worse it's like you have to just keep choosing God because God will put the positivity back in your life absolutely even like at church and me and Ella like people look at us like we're psychopaths (laughs) but like who gives a crap like like we're just happy and we're just like living ourselves like they can join us if they want if they don't want to then that's on them like we're happy and we're living our life to the fullest so come along for the ride if you want if you don't then that's on you. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That's true, though. That's yeah. good. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited that we got to do this. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having thank us. You. Yes, of course. Anytime. Thank you to everyone who joined us today. I hope this encouraged you. And as always, we'll see you next week. Love you, friends. had those boys named as fruits i remember that and so we would have like boy like we had a whole list we had a list we had like any notes we had to change the list like four times because people would people would find out and so we would be talking about like peach in front of his face so he'd be like oh my gosh like peach and like mango were like doing this and they would be right in front of us and it was the funniest thing they hated it so much (laughs) they're like stop stop talking (laughs) or they would just like ignore it and be like what are y'all even doing? Because we'd be like, oh my gosh. We made s- them at 4 a.m., didn't we? It was, so there was a thing. We always, like, stay up till 4 a.m. And it would be crazy. And so we literally made a rap about everybody. And, like, it was just, <laughs> it was just the whole thing. It was the whole thing. <laughs> anyway.